with Frank Mymars in the pitch. One on the hit the right field. Lay back there. Lay back there. Oh, God! Parker Scheffler gets away towards the dugout. Here comes Bianco! Tigers win! Tigers win! All right, welcome into another edition of Tigers Win. Cody Worsham joined today by Giovanni Lamani from our uh, South Stadium Productions team. Gio is one of our creative content producers, and uh, we're coming to you today to discuss the first episode and really the whole series, The Climb, uh, going behind the scenes with LSU Gymnastics. Really excited uh, not only about this series but this conversation. Gio, thanks for doing this. Yeah, of course. Let's um, let's talk about episode one and use it to sort of frame the series. Um, before we do that, though, Tell me about your involvement with LSU Gymnastics, getting involved. Um, it's such a interesting program and brand that has really exploded over the last few years, and you kind of came in uh, at a time where interest is at its peak. Um, I'm sort of an outsider to the gymnastics world, the gymternet, um, all the excitement that goes on with, with gymnastics fans. I, I stepped in it last year. Um, I think it was when Kaya – and Haley both had tens. Was it against Auburn? Yeah. And I, you know, I tweeted something like, you know, something about their perfect tens, and then I got flooded with Gymternet comments <laughs> on why Kaya's wasn't actually a ten. And I was like, yeah, but she got a ten. And they were like, no, but it's not a ten because of X, Y, and Z. These deductions. I was like, yeah, but the judges gave her a ten, therefore it's a ten. Um, my argument made sense to me. It did not make sense to the Gymternet. Um, that's a long digression to say that you you work in a very interesting space. So how is your introduction to uh, over the last year or two to the Gymternet to LSU Gymnastics brand within that space been? Yeah, I mean it's been great so far. And like like you said, the Gymternet is for those of you who don't know what that is, it's kind of just all of the fans are very passionate about the sport and they. They're very vocal on uh, on Twitter and Instagram whenever it comes to that. So the sport is subjective. You know, it's whenever you play football, if you if you cross the the plane of the goal, you score six points. Yep. In gymnastics, it's it's subjective. It's it's however the judge is going to score it that day. So you know, sometimes you score a ten, and there may have been a misstep or something like that. So it's it's something that is preached on a lot by Coach Jay, Coach Jay Clark. Um, he lets the team know time and time again that. This sport is very subjective, and the perspective of the fans and the judges is all very important to the sport. Yeah, it's a, it's a different world, and I always look at gymnasts, and what I always say is, um, you know, there's a lot of athletes that I'll watch, and I won't think to myself, like, I could do that, but I could see, like, how they do it, right? I can see how a football player who's really fast and has great hands makes an incredible catch, right? I can see that. Um Gymnastics is one of the sports that I watch, and I just look at them, and I'm like, I could never, I could never do that. I couldn't handle the pressure of being up there by myself, everyone watching, um, the difficulty with which they do it. Um, they're just, they're so impressive, and so it has created the the sport, and really the culture around it has created this fan base that's so knowledgeable and passionate. And while that can certainly be a detriment at sometimes, and when that Anytime there's too much knowledge and too much passion, it can go against you the wrong way, especially when things aren't going well. That said, the culture and the community of that group is so strong um, that, one, it creates a lot of interest in LSU gymnastics, gymnastics as a whole. But, two, it sets the table for a a series like this um, where, look, I look across the country – 
I don't know how many programs are doing a documentary series on their gymnastics program um, of this quality. And it's a credit to you, obviously, and your talent, but also just the broader investment and in, in content that we have as a department and really the, the buy-in from the program as well. Um, but that couldn't exist with, without that passionate fan base. So I guess for you, how exciting nerve wracking is that challenge of doing something that really a lot of programs haven't done, but that there is a fan base that's going to consume it and is going to enjoy it. Right. Um, our fans, LSU as a whole, you know, our fans are so passionate about everything and whenever you look at gymnastics specifically especially over the past you know a few years from 2014 to 2019 we've come in second four times yep you know we're, we've been there and especially this year we have the talent to win a national championship so to have the fans to be able to have this access to this documentary and to be able to not only watch them on friday and the pmac but also go behind the scenes, go in the locker room, go to practices, all these things, all these things is just, it's new, it's unprecedented access. You know, that's our tag with, with LSU Gold because that's what it is. And uh, especially with this documentary, like I said, I'm not sure of, um, I know, I think UCLA does one. They'll do a, a documentary on their... It's not as good as this one. <laughs> on their gymnastics team. I haven't but, watched it, I just know it's not as good. Um, but yeah, this is going to be something very new, not only just for uh for LSU and South Stadium Productions, but for myself as well, you know, I've, I haven't worked on anything this extensive yet, but if there's anyone that I would want to do it with, it would be this team uh, because they are bought into to this uh, to this documentary and to this docuseries, and they're really excited to have their story told. The, uh, the first episode was phenomenal. I, you know, I, I say that objectively, not as somebody that's biased. I mean, I am biased, obviously, but setting aside that bias, just objectively, it's a phenomenal episode. We're going to watch a trailer in a second, but what, what I really am excited about with this series more than any others, I can sit down and watch this one with my kids. I have a seven-year-old girl and a, and a five-year-old girl. Um, they love going to gymnastics meets. They go to gymnastics every week uh, here in town. Um, they love they love the sport, and this is one that I can sit down with them and say, let's watch this, and they'll, they'll actually watch it with me. So I'm excited about that. Um, before we talk about episode one, Harrison, let's go to the iPad and uh, watch the trailer here. Dear Tiger, welcome to the 2022-2023 edition of LSU Gymnastics. You're a part of something very special that we have here. With three consecutive SEC championship titles in recent years, so many great things have happened in and around our program. This is what we intend to do. This is why we're here. I don't want to become result-oriented. I want it to be an intention. If you intend to do something, you take action on it. A goal can sometimes just be a dream. An intention means, here's what I'm doing to get there. So a little sneak peek of the first episode. If you haven't watched it yet, um, you're missing out. There's been a lot of interest in it. So we, we unlocked it temporarily, and the numbers, I won't give the specifics, but they were really, really impressive, right up there with some of our football episodes in terms of the interest. Uh, and I saw some commentary on the gym turnet that I, that I skimmed that was really positive. Um, a couple things that stood out to me from the episode that I want to talk about, and I kind of want to, you know, to use a gymnastics term here, I kind of want to balance between content discussion and sort of the creative that goes into it, but also the sport itself and gymnastics and sort of the personalities that, that fuel this. What really stood out to me about this episode, it's episode one, obviously the series is The Climb. Um, they talk about in the episode what that means to them, and really the whole episode breaks down how they got to this theme of 
the climb and it's sort of the reveal at the end is, is how they get there. And so one for you to capture that sort of process was really fun as someone that's uh, a creative and tries to come up with names and tags all the time that they sort of did the, did this in their process was really cool. But first, um, your, your original target or your original objective was to cover this advance, right? So what was the idea behind this advance as they called it? and when it took place and sort of how you got involved and what your thought process was while you were there of what you were trying to gather. Yeah, of course. Um, so in August, uh, the whole team just, we went to Gulf Shores, Alabama, and this was an advance, uh, which is pretty much like a retreat, but uh, Jay calls it an advance because <laughs> that's, that's what it was. You yeah. were advancing to the season, yeah. uh, quite literally. So my, my like thought process was basically I'm going to get my camera and I'm just going to capture whatever happens. Yep. Uh, I had never been on one before. I had heard very little about it, so I wasn't sure exactly what was going to happen. But I just brought my camera and I just rolled with it. And the content that I got was so genuine and pure. Um, I got you know conversations between seniors and freshmen just having breakfast and you know, talking in their in their snuggie and just talking to one another about life and about what it's like to to be a college athlete at LSU, um, and then going forward, the whole three days was it was literally a climb, like to what was ultimately going to be the reveal of what their motto and their um, their mantra was going to be for the for the season, which was the climb. Um, but the beautiful thing about it was, you know, nothing was predetermined or scripted mm -hmm. you know I, they didn't they didn't know that it was going to be the climb they yeah. didn't even know that they were going to be coming up with uh, a saying for their season yeah. you know in the episode you can hear them saying like what are we even doing like are we coming up with something and Ashley Nett uh, assistant coach is just talking about you want to come up with words that are going to inspire you yeah. to be great this season and they each wrote on a sheet of paper um, a kind of a vision board of what they thought their season was going to look like and without talking to one another, all of their papers looked very similar. They all had either, you know, mountains or steps or something, you know, an arrow pointing upward, something that embodied the process that they were going to go through through the season. So it was kind of like a hive mind that they all came together. And then, you know, it, it ends with that grand finale of, you know, we climb 2023. Yeah, it was uh, it was really cool to see that unfold over the entire weekend. Um, I want to talk about some technical aspects of how you created this episode, and then we'll get into the specific details of the episode. And again, if you haven't watched it, like I'm not even trying to sell you on LSU Gold. I mean, I am trying to sell you on LSU Gold, but you can do it for free. You can sign up for a free seven-day subscription to LSU Gold. Just watch the episode. You can literally cancel it after that if you um, don't want to watch any more episodes. It's really worth watching. Um, one just is a great piece of content for, how, was it 15 minutes, a little bit longer? Than like 17 minutes. 17 minutes. And uh, it's a good piece of content, but it's also just very, very uh, in-depth look at what it's like to be a part of an elite gymnastics program at the college level. Um, let's talk about the technical side first, though, before we get into the weekend and some of the content you covered. So you said you grabbed your camera right. and, and just roll with it. You definitely had more than one camera. Some of the most impressive footage was some of the drone footage. It was oh. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, really added a different dimension to the episode. I had a similar conversation with Garrison Floyd, by the way, who's now yeah. watching in the audience <laughs> yesterday about the uh, the basketball series, The Vision. When he went to the Cayman Islands, he got he borrowed some footage from uh, one of the other teams that was shooting there and sort of used it to piece together um, a much deeper story on a 
subconscious level or on a conscious level, I don't think people are sitting there watching me like, Ooh, new camera angle, new camera angle. Oh, cool drone footage. But I think on a subconscious level, it really does add so much. You brought a camera, you brought a drone. Like what was your, what was your thinking on? I just want to get some cool shots. Was it, um, Hey, I have this drone, might as well use it. Hey, we're at the beach. Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it's something I can use. What was sort of your thinking there? Yeah. So, uh, I knew going into it, I wanted more than, more than enough footage than I would ever use for anything. Um, so I went with uh, my camera, Sony FX3, and then I went with a Mavic Mini drone, and I also bought brought a GoPro that we had from the office because yep. I knew we'd be at the beach. So yeah, is that what they took in the water? Yeah. Okay. So uh, one day while I was like eating lunch, and all the girls went down to the beach, and I just walked down there. I said, "Who wants the GoPro?" And of course, they all came running up. They're like, "We want it, we want it." <laughs> so I said, "This is how you press record." I gave it to them. And uh, two hours later, I went back down and I got it. And I was like, this is going to be some interesting footage. And yeah. it was. But some of it was uh, usable in the in the in episode one. And it was really cool to, like I said, just genuine reactions and genuine, like, you, you feel like you're there whenever, yeah. you're, whenever you're watching it. Um, and also, one of the struggles that that i had was that knowing that i wasn't going to be working on this for a few months yep so i shot this back in august and i edited it what are we in december i probably edited it first week of december sure so kind of whenever i went back i literally relived the entire three-day trip yeah um and i knew that i was going to have to plan ahead uh to do that so bringing that drone bringing that camera the gopro i set up the gopro on the on the railing that went down to the beach and did a time lapse of uh, the sunrise. Yep. So I just, I, I knew I had to plan ahead to have all of those different angles because I was the only videographer on the trip. So having those angles, like you said, is just subconsciously appealing whenever you're doing long form like this. Yeah, it, uh, it breaks up, not the monotony, but just the repetition of, you know, you holding a camera there and one of the girls talking or you kind of being the fly on the wall. Um, it just really adds depth and, and um, it makes it feel a lot faster than 17 minutes really um, for me. So that's the technical side. One, one quick question. How much footage do you think you shot in totality from that weekend? Like hours wise? Um, oh, hours. I think I had 500 gigabytes was probably like 12, 13 hours. I mean, of that's footage. incredible. And then to distill that down into uh, really 17 minute episode is um, a Herculean task, but it's what y'all do. It's, it's right. what y'all do every, uh, every week with football and, um, it was just a really impressive episode. Let's talk about the the actual content of the weekend and what they did. So mm-hmm. I think the things that stood out to me um, were the mental the mental groundwork and foundation that Jay and his program are building for this team. And that's sort of the piece where I look at gymnastics and I look at the way they perform and I'm like their mental capabilities have to be far superior to their physical capabilities, which by the way, I think they're the most pound for pound, most impressive athletes on campus. I'll, I'll argue that, um, till I'm out of breath, but not only do they have to be incredibly physically fit, conditioned, acrobatic, aerial, you know, uh, aerial awareness. There's so many components that go into the athleticism of it, the mental strength and fortitude that they have to have not even like to win a championship, just to compete in front of the, uh, the audiences that in the stage they compete on is phenomenal. And so I, I, I don't get offended. I just kind of laugh at people when they look at a team and, oh, they choked or they're not mentally strong or mentally tough. My guy, they're, they're more <laughs> mentally tough than, right. than what, you, what you got in your system, I promise you. Um, but 
I say all that to highlight that it was clear in the first episode that as much as this was about team building and team bonding and coming up with that theme for the year, this was step one of here's our mental performance foundation. You saw that with Dr. Lakeith, the pool being there and going through some exercises. You saw that with, I think it was either, it may have been Ashley, but it may have been Jay that said, it starts today. Every, the, the success, the journey of success starts today. It starts here now. And every single day, I think it was Ashley, you have to have that, that mentality right. to, to attack this season, because if you don't, you'll, you'll leave with regrets, but if you do, you won't leave with regrets. So what did you see from a mental performance sort of foundation being laid that week that surprised you, that caught your attention, that you saw it and was like, I know that has to be part of the story. Right. Uh, well, first of all, just to touch on the, the mental aspect of gymnastics, you know, whenever you look at sports like football, basketball, um, soccer, anything like that, they are getting physically better throughout the season. You know, they're learning plays, they're developing skills. Everything is physical. With gymnastics, they do the same thing every week. Yeah. And they can already do it well. Like right now, we have the talent to go out and win against anyone in the country. Yep. The 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 challenge is, can you win mentally? And that's exactly your point. So I'm gonna interrupt you for a second. Yeah. I think that's the part of like we're speaking philosophically about gymnastics here. It's the part that my my brain as a basketball player growing up, and then you know playing baseball or playing football or whatever other sport I would have played growing up. There's always an opponent whose weakness you can try to exploit or whose strength you can try to, you know, guard against. There's always a teammate who you can, you know, strategically lean on a little bit more, a little bit less. Like there's always those elements in sports that I played growing up where it's not all on you. Like there are things outside of your control. There are things, um, there are other people that you can count on. Gymnastics, it's, it just looks like, I, I don't know of another better word than lonely as in, or, or isolating. Like it's right. on you, go out there and perform, go out there and deliver. Right. And you're right. You're doing the same thing every week. Do it perfectly. Do it perfectly every week. Do it perfectly in front of 10,000 people. Do it perfectly with nobody watching. Be perfect uh, all the time. And that's the part of it that the mental side is just so key. Right. And uh, I'll give a little sneak peek to, to what the next episode is going to be on because it, it covers the events from uh, the first practice up until Gym 101. But it's not even really about the practices. It's it's about their breathing. It's everything they do. You'll hear them say breathe probably 100 times mm -hmm. at a practice or a meet or anything because that's what gets them into that mindset. Everything is just repetition. It's like whenever you go to do a free throw, you do the same thing every time. Yep. It's a mental thing. So that mental toughness is paramount. It's so important to what they're going to be doing throughout the season. And that's the whole point of this podcast. I always say it is – Tiger's win was built to study the minds and habits of our elite student athletes and elite coaches. And like, how do we steal that? How do we use that in our life? So it's, it's good to get that through you back to that weekend though. Like what were the, the moments that stood out to you, whether it's the ones that you captured in the episode or ones that maybe were on the cutting room floor? Yeah. So the first thing was them just going over their handbook, um, which lists all their intentions for the year. They're very, Jay wants to be very process oriented, not goal oriented. You know, he wants to get it through to them that, you know, obviously a, a championship is the goal, but it starts with your routines. It starts with your sticking your landings and, you know, just being there and just being present in everything that you do. And uh, Dr. Lakeitha Poole, who's in the, uh, who's in the episode, she is, and she's amazing at what she does. Um, so she talked to the team and got them to basically 
find out who they are, like as not not just athletes, but just as people, because the closer they are as a team, the more comfortable they are, and the more comfortable they are, the the better they will perform. Yep. So, her being there was so great. I'm glad. I'm so glad that they brought her on the trip because she was able to get out of them exactly what they needed to to find in themselves. So after I watched the episode, I emailed Dr. Poole and said, "Would you come do that with our team? Like, would you come do that with the South Stadium Productions group? Because I." I, I want that. Like I want to steal that. And so she sent me an email. I just saw, I need to check and see what her answer was, but hopefully um, it, it's really cool to look at the resources we have as a department and, and how they can um, tap into that. All right. So the first episode you kind of, as you mentioned, that whole weekend became sort of a climb. And I think that's the satisfying reveal in the episode. Spoiler alert. Um, if you haven't seen it though, is that you don't know, like, you know, the series is called the climb. Okay, cool. Like this series is called the climb. You don't really know why, um, and then you know that they're going on this advance and they're going to be at the beach and there's going to be some, you know, fun shots in the water and there are, and there's gonna be some personality with the, the, the girls and there, there is, and there's gonna be some behind the scenes team bonding stuff. And there is, and then I think towards the end of the episode, there's like this reveal of, Oh, they're about to come up with their theme for the season, which is we climb. And that's where the name it's, it's sort of like this nice, uh, it, it rounds the circle off. Right. Um, did you know that? Obviously, you didn't know it going into it. And I, t- I talked with Garrison about this on basketball. The beauty of these series is that you can't script them. Right. Like you can't, you don't know what the next episode is going to look like until you kind of put the footage together. Uh, it's the same way as a writer that I used to do. Like I didn't know what my story was until I talked to the athlete. Once I talked to the athlete and they had their quotes, that's when the story and the theme start to emerge. I know it's the same for, for y'all. Um, but did you s- sense that as you were shooting it? Like, oh, it's all coming together now. Or was it something that as you went back and rewatched and revisited, you're like, that's, that's what happened. And that's how we'll make the story happen. Right. It was, uh, it was just surprising to, to be there and to see it. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that that's what they were going to end up on. I didn't even know that that's even what they were doing. I thought this was just kind of a, another exercise. Um, but it just turned and, and you see it in the episode, it turns into, this grand thing that everyone is chiming in. The strength coaches chiming in, assistant coaches, teammates, everyone has something to say about what uh, what they're going to be was, was it the, back Was to. it the strength coach that said something and everyone was like, yeah, that's yeah. it. It was, it, was, it was a yeah, really Yeah, Katie Gillery, she was talking about you have a mountain and then you have uh, levels of elevation and they have this thing called being above the line or below yeah. the line. And she said, you know, you have elevation lines and can you stay above that line <laughs> to get to the next step? And they were all going crazy. They were like, oh, yeah. We... So I, I love to talk about flow states. So flow states is like when you're in the zone as an athlete, right? So like if you're a basketball shooter and you make like 10 shots in a row, you're in a, you're in a flow state. You're in a uh, you're, you're in peak performance, right? And Jim, that's, that's huge to be in a flow state while you're performing. But what you saw in the episode was what a group flow session looks like. Basically you had a group and there's, you know, I could go into the science of it. It sounds kind of like, like pseudoscience. It's, it's real science. Um, but there's flow triggers, right? So novelty is a flow trigger. So if you're in a new environment or new setting, you're more likely to get into flow. Well, they go to, Gulf Shores, Alabama. They didn't do this in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They went away. The flow is triggered. There's a challenge skills ratio. When you're a little bit outside your comfort zone, you're more likely to get into flow than if you're really, really comfortable. It seemed like they had all kind of been pushed outside their comfort zone uh, in this area. And then there's a group element that when you have uh, a group bouncing ideas off of each other, you're more likely to generate creative ideas than if you're just sitting at home by yourself at a desk. And so it was cool to see those dynamics happen. Um, so whether you are a 
gymnastics fan or just a, a, a leader or someone that's interested in creative. Like it was such a fascinating episode from all of those different angles. And I got to imagine for you as the one that's making it, seeing that all come together at the same time, you're like, this is gold. Like I've, I've got my episode. This is going to be super exciting. Right. I mean, yeah, it, the, the story is being written in front of you. Yeah. And that's, that's the most beautiful thing about doing a docu-series like this. And, you know, you'll kind of see in the episode too, it's kind of almost like found footage style because I don't know who's going to talk next. People were just popcorning yeah. across the room. So it's kind of just like whipping back and forth to this person and to Garrett in the corner talking and then back to Jay and then Courtney getting up and going right into the next, uh, to the next activity. So it's, it's as real as it gets. I mean, it's almost just like if you if you stuck a co- uh, camera in the corner and just said, you know, press play and and, and you're there. Yeah. Well, it, it it is that, and then it also doesn't feel that way because it's so well produced. So it's it's that perfect balance of quality, but really feeling like you're there in the moment. So you had four months, five months to work on this episode. You're not going to have that much lead time with the next couple. So no. what's what's the challenge in trying to keep this going? I think it's going to be every two weeks throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Every other week. Yeah, every other week uh, throughout the season. Um, I know you're working already on episode two and that I think by the time people are listening to this, it may be out. I think we were talking about December 28th. Is Mm -hmm. that when it's coming out? So we're recording this about a week before that. Um, if you're watching it after that, it's out already on gold and you can watch it. But how have you started to come to grips or start to plan out this season and the series and knowing that, all right, I'm not going to have four months to put this together. It's really going to have to be week by week. It's going to have to be. Um, you know, more real time than that. How have you started to, to prep for that? Yeah, I mean, we're our, our schedule is pretty tight starting off the season. We have three meets in, I think, eight days wow. uh, to start off. And then, you know, right now, obviously it's the holidays. So, you know, the staff is leaving, so I'm not able to get as many interviews as I'd like. So starting off, it's going to be a little rough. But I know that once I get into a groove with, you know, figuring out exactly what interviews I need, what, what the story is going to be, it's going to be a lot easier um, because looking forward to the season, I'm not able to to, to tell you what's going to happen. You know, yeah. it's it's the story writes itself, like I said. So just being able to be very reactive to whatever's happening and to but to also be able to look ahead to plan to have time to edit these things that are coming out on top of the hype videos that the fans love and the social videos that go out. It's going to be a a unique balance that I haven't seen before. Yeah, and I, you know, I always make the football analogy, but I can make the gymnastics analogy here that I think there's so many fans that would love to go back and see Ashley Nat's senior year and be there for every step, right? Or to see Sarah Finnegan's senior year and be there for every step. Well, now you have that opportunity um, through this, which will be really exciting. Uh, lastly, give us a quick sneak peek of episode two. You, you touched on a little bit what it's going to be focused on, but um, what's sort of the, the, the theme and, and the events covered in episode two? Right. Uh, it's just going to catch you up to where we are now, which is a week before we start the season in Utah on January 6th. So it's going to cover uh, the first practice and a lot of team meetings, more of those uh, very intimate moments with the team and also the coaches and um, and also Gym 101, which happened uh, about a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, and just, just like I said, just Coach Jay talking to the team and getting those moments that are in between the moments that you usually see. You know, you see them compete on floor and then you see them, uh, you know, leave. But not a lot of people knows what happens in between whenever uh, Kai Rivers goes up to the team and, and gives them a pep talk because they're they're not sticking their dismounts. Or, you know, Coach Bugs coming up to 
the uh, whoever's going on beam and and telling them that like this is this is you this is your moment breathe I love you go kill it yeah you don't you don't see that a lot yeah so I I'm excited to give that to the fans and uh, I think it's gonna be really cool the the way that I'm doing this is also kind of a third type of uh, perspective than what we're used to. You know, the path is very hard knocks, uh, HBO yep. style. It's very clear cut. You know what you're going into. Uh, Dawson does that. He does an amazing job. Garrison also has been killing it with the vision. I just watched episode three last night. Uh, I texted him right after and I was like, this is better than the second one, which I texted him the second one was better than the first. So <laughs> we know that they're getting better. Keep raising the bar. Um, you know, he's doing his retrospective style. And then, you know, if, if you like both of those, you know with the climb you're going to get that fly on the wall, that, you know, in the room, genuine type of feel. So I think it's really exciting for us as creators. We're able to uh, explore all these different styles, and I think it's going to be really exciting to see all these docuseries go out. Yeah, I really am excited. And, and again, I mean that in an objective way. If I wasn't working here or, um, you know, was just out there, I would be excited about this for a number of reasons. Like, for example, my, my seven-year-old, I asked her the other night, I said, Rory, what do you want to be when you grow up? Give me three things, right? And so she gave me a couple, and then one of them was a gymnast. And I said, well, why do you want to be a gymnast? And so she said, well, you know, I know Ruby used to go to LSU, Ruby Harold, who was one of her favorites. She said, I know Ruby used to go to LSU, and, and she doesn't go there anymore, so I could go there too and, and be like Ruby after she left. And um, it's one of those things that a seven-year-old says, right? But to me, it gets me excited because now she's making the connections to the athletes, Right, and so I'm excited to show her this series so she can make those connections to the athletes so that when she goes to the meet, she can say, um, hey, look, there's Haley. I saw her you know, on my TV, or um, you know, there's, there's Kai. I saw her on my TV. Right? They can make those personal connections, which is what makes being a sports fan exciting when you start making those connections. So I'm excited for the next few episodes to sit down with my kids and watch them and watch them on my own, but really also excited to see where it goes. Uh, it's going to be a fun series. Yep, it's going to be great. Awesome. All right, well, Gio, thank you for your time, man. Can't wait for uh, – Episode two, I'll, uh, I'll stop talking your ear off and let you get over there and uh, get to work on it. Thank you all for watching this episode of Tiger's Win. <laughs>